Satnam, hello beautiful souls and welcome to the Spiritual Lives show. I'm your host, Isa. I'm a mentor and an intuitive healer using Reiki, channeling, mediumship, as well as a Kundalini Yoga teacher and a lover of all things spiritual. I'm so excited to invite you all to join me on this podcast to find out how to integrate more spirituality into your daily life, to explore yourself, to embrace your uniqueness, to heal, to define what you like to manifest in your life, and to find ways to create a new world together. Some of the shows will be just me sharing my own experiences and stories, and other shows will dive into discussions with brilliant human beings. You can expect conversations about modern spirituality, awakening, alignment, spiritual practices, purpose and life's missions, mediumship, clairs, reiki, yoga, past lives and so much more. You will also get regular guided meditations that I channel from archangels to offer you support and healing. I believe that you are unique, that you are a beautiful soul searching for your truth and happiness. I believe that you have a unique voice and once you find it, you can have a great impact in your community and in this new world that we are all creating. So let's get started. Remember to subscribe to listen to all episodes and join me in this deep exploration and alignment to self and get in touch on spirituallives.co or at spirituallives on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to join an awesome spiritual community, Join us on Facebook at Spiritual Lives Community. Satnam and welcome to episode one, the very first episode of the Spiritual Lives show. I'm Isa and in today's episode I will talk to you about my spiritual awakening. Uh, this is very important for me, this is a very intimate subject, a very personal subject and the reason why I want to share it with you on this very first episode is that I think it's a great way to start a podcast about spirituality. Uh, this is for me the day when it all started when my new life started um, an awakened life and a spiritual life and so of course at the time I didn't know all of what has happened since then it was six years ago but um, yeah I had a big clue on how incredible this was and on how it would change my life forever. So I want to share that with you because at the time also, at the same time as experiencing a beautiful um, awakening, I felt very much alone and I couldn't find any support and guidance. So the main message here is that you're not alone. We are all experiencing at some point in our life these whoa moments where you're just a new person and it's just about finding the right community for you, finding alignment with your highest self, 
uh, finding the right tools and uh, maybe the books that can support its experience. And so, yes, that's what I want to share with you today. So to explain to you a bit more why my spiritual awakening was such a wow moment, I need to go backwards and talk to you a bit more about my upbringing. So I have a mom who's agnostic, so that means that she believes um, in something beyond, you know, and something greater, uh, but not in a religion per se. And by my stepfather, who is anti-clergy, anti-religious, anti-religion, uh, very much of an anarchist, uh, really, really a proud atheist. And um, I have a dad who's a Muslim um, and who has a very spiritual experience. Uh, but because I was never really close to him, I never really wanted to share his experience of God uh, with him. And so, especially when I was a teenager, I was uh, rejecting a lot of this and uh, I followed more of an atheist path. And it was actually something I was really proud about. And uh, I'm not saying you know, today I would feel the same, but I was really proud of not being, of not believing in God, of not uh, believing in any religion. And I was really negatively impressed by all the wars and, uh, you know, the religious wars and stuff like this. And for me, this was the main thing that came out of religion and so because there was no separation between spirituality and religion for me at that time because it was the same thing in my mind um, I wouldn't have anything to do with religion nor spirituality so this was my environment when I was a child and when I was a teenager. And what's really weird about that is that as an atheist, I was not believing in life after death or in souls. And um, I would not believe in God and this kind of thing. But at the same time, this belief was cohabiting with an experience that I had had since my very, very, very early childhood of seeing and sensing, feeling ghosts and spirits. And so I don't know how, don't ask me how this could coexist together, but the two were part of my belief system, the atheism and the spirits. And um, I would only later discover how this created kind of like 
a misalignment with myself because because I was atheist, these experiences I was having were dismissed immediately. So when I think about my spiritual awakening, I, I have a few things, of course, that come in my mind and um, lots of synchronicities. And the very first clue that I was able to recognize only after my awakening was a book that I read, The Wheel of Life of Elizabeth Kubler-Ross that I really, really recommend to everyone. I read it in 2012 when I was in my first year of masters and it made a great impression on me just because Elisabeth Kubler-Ross was a doctor and she was speaking about life after death. She was speaking about experiencing uh, and seeing spirits. She was uh, speaking about um, guides, spirit guides and so for the first time in my life, I thought, okay, so it's not going against science. Because for me, science was the greatest truth of all as an atheist. So the fact that for the first time, I saw somebody who was really well-educated she was a doctor, she was able to treat people, she was able to, uh, you know, support people in their, uh, in their healing and stuff. But at the same time, she was believing in life after death. And she was saying that she had experienced uh, this whole um, reality from a doctor's perspective because she was only working with dying people. Uh, it was... Wow, it was like, oh my God, so actually science and spirits can cohabit in a way. And it kind of opened a spiritual door for me, even though it was just the first step and I was really far away from, you know, who I have become now. And then um, in 2014, at the end of my um marketing masters i decided that i would travel to london that i would live there for a while and you know i just wanted to experience expatriation and to live in another country and it was all very exciting and a few days before leaving france i had a call uh, of my mom who was with my aunt who was really sick she was really ill she had she had cancer and she called me and gave me more details about her state of health. And um, I realized that she was gonna die very soon. And it was very sad and it was all very, you know, sudden. And the reason why I'm, I'm talking about this is that when I arrived in London, she died four days after and the reason why I'm saying this story is that it had a very big impact on me because as I was seeing spirits sometimes, I as I was feeling spirits sometimes, I was convinced that I would feel when my aunt would depart and, 
and I didn't feel anything. And I actually, my mom told me around two weeks afterwards. So I was really mad. I was really mad at myself. And on the very day I, um, I knew she had died uh, on the 24th of uh, March, uh, I decided to pray and I decided to address a message to my aunt and to talk to her. I don't know why I decided this. It was just like a, an impulsive reaction to her death and to my anger. But I felt a very strong answer. And so I kind of had a confirmation through this. So that was a very, very big step now in getting towards that moment of spiritual awakening. And so afterwards, lots of synchronicities happened. I started to look at my diet. I stopped eating meat. I lowered dairy quantity in my diet and I started to, uh, I stopped eating fish. And at the same time, I started to do yoga, practice yoga. I was a Nashtanga girl I, at the time. I loved it. And I just put a relation between yoga and diet because my practice was improving more and more at the same time as my diet was getting cleaner and cleaner. And when I say cleaner and cleaner, it's not only about meat and fish and dairy. It's also about stopping completely soda, uh, processed foods, um, and all that crap, you know. And so I was so happy about my yoga practice because it had been years that I was into, um, that I wanted to have a meditation practice, but I couldn't sit still. It was so hard for me to sit still. And it was the only way I could imagine to um, meditate and Ashtanga yoga at the time became like an active meditation that was so much easier for me in terms of access because I'm a fiery person I have a very um, uh, strong energy and so on and so for me it was the perfect fit at the time um, and as I was doing yoga, as I was uh, getting this cleaner diet, I started to meet new people as well because I was in this new, very exciting city, which is London. And, you know, I discovered through discussions the law of attraction. And this was another big step in my life because at this time when I discovered this theory of the law of attraction, I was like, oh my God, that makes total sense. And I could, you know, feel how actually I could have an impact on things in my life and that I was the driver of my own car and not, you know, just manipulated in this or that way and so on. And it was great. And so the very day I watched the documentary, I decided, okay, I'm just going to do it. I started to pray. And at the time it was not a pray 
a prayer to a certain god or to the cosmic energy but it was more like putting some sort of positive mantra in my system just like imprinting this in my system and as soon as I started I actually manifested something very very precise um, in my life uh, through the law of attraction through the whole um, process you know that is described in the in the documentary that most of us know now and um and I was just amazed. I was like, oh my God, like what's going to happen in my life if I'm able to do this? You know, I, I will be able to manifest the very life I want. Uh, and that was amazing. And I continued to have lots of synchronicities. I also met a girl who had such a strong intuition and she had, uh, she was clairvoyant as well. And she guided me on a different path not very strongly but she just you know put hints uh, that were saying maybe look into what you're doing because it may not be the best thing for you and at the time I had just arrived in London and I actually met that girl on the plane to come to London and um, I was working in a retail shop was not happy about that because I really wanted to have a career in marketing I wanted to become this marketing strategist and you know this kind of stuff that I was really uh, passionate about at the time and I started to look into my uh, goals and the things that I liked when I was a, a little girl and when I was a child and when I was a teenager and this was not it. I was passionate about history, writing, reading literature, about witches and about healing and about plants and about um, the spirits that I could see or feel and I was actually passionate about lots of stuff that were beyond my understanding but also that were not compatible with an atheist mind in a way so it made complete sense that I had not chosen at the time to uh, do one of these things and when I started to uh, think about that, uh, it kind of created the required space for change and I started to write. And this was another big step of my, towards my spiritual awakening. Because when I started writing, I started to have these download of information which I now called uh, claircognizance but at the time I didn't know what it was but I could write entire pages pages and pages with stuff that just appeared in my mind it was just crazy and it made sense and it was actually quite brilliant I had never written so cleverly <laughs> and so brilliantly and so I was really amazed of that and I reconnected with this dream of mine 
of um, writing a book and it became an obsession and I was like yes of course how did I forget that how did I forget it I couldn't believe it so I started to write and it became clear that it was something I wanted to do I started to write um, a blog at the time starting with my discoveries of places and what I found funny and so different from France and you know I, I, I was also very um, critical about stuff that I could see and uh, experience and it became really something that I liked and I decided that um, it would be a good idea maybe to start and write for a living so then at the same time as this I was experiencing more and more contacts with uh, spirits I could uh, feel that they wanted to um, connect with me engage with me talk to me but I just couldn't deal with it either because I was afraid or because um, sometimes I just didn't know how. I was like, okay, I know you want to talk to me, but I don't know how, so I'm sorry, I can't help you. And uh, I felt less and less clear about what to do in these kind of situations, and I didn't really know where to go, and that's where I experienced this um, big frustration of kind of like opening a door on something that's new and that's very exciting and you really want to do it but at the same time not being able to put your feet in the room and to actually walk in the room and later on after all of this happened for a few months and you know you just grow into it and you just understand a bit more and a bit more I decided that it was time for me to make a change in my life to uh, make a big change actually because at the time I was working in the retail shop and I was uh, uh, I was earning very very little money and so I didn't have a lot of funds to um, you know just decide and change and get myself uh, give myself the chance to start something new and so on because I didn't have any savings so it was kind of like a jump uh, in something in the unknown and so one day I was just walking to work it was a beautiful day but it was a very cold day and I was just loving it I was reciting my mantra that I had chosen at the time and I remember it very very clearly I can even see the street I was in and so I was walking and I was having this inner dialogue about my calling and the fact that I thought writing was my mission and I was having this inner dialogue with myself, probably my higher self, probably my soul, probably my guiding team. Uh, and I was saying, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write and I'm, yes, 
100%, I'm going to go and start my new life and I will quit my job and I will start my writing and I will make it happen in the next few weeks. And as soon as I decided this, as soon as I ended this sentence, I had what I call my spiritual awakening. I felt completely aligned. I felt that my cells were all turning to the sun and receiving the light, the energy, the warmth of the sun. And I was receiving this big, yes, this big, you're doing it. That's the right path for you. I was receiving this big confirmation and I was experiencing it. It was not a voice. It was not a vision. It was something I experienced. And that's why I didn't need any validation afterwards or any proof. It's just because I could feel in my cells, in my being, that this was the right answer and that this was the right path to choose and that this was the right alignment. And I felt at that time completely aligned with my soul, but also with the universe. And I just saw clearly this sparkle of the divine, of the universe, of the cosmic energy, whatever the name you want to give it, of God, I felt it was in myself and I felt and saw that it was in each and every one of us and I could see the connection between all of us and I could see the connection and I could see that we were forming just one. We were indeed separated by incarnation in different human beings but we were all one and I just I just I could see it which changed my life because from the moment I, I had been able to feel and see that from the moment I knew that writing was my calling and my mission and the mission my soul chose for me and that this truth my truth was always and will always be aligned with my inner joy and that's why I always say to everybody I train and support and guide joy is your inner compass because whenever you are on your path whenever you take a decision that's right for you then you can feel the joy so that was what I felt in that moment so from that moment on I had to change my life. Uh, there was no other um, way. There was no other choice. I decided that I would not uh, have a career in marketing and, uh, and I'm very glad of it uh, now. And uh, I'm not saying, of course, that marketing is a bad thing or that it's not uh, something that can be aligned with your truth. Uh, of course not, but for me it was just not the right uh, thing. And I decided that I would write and I started to have clients. And, you know, once I had taken a step, uh, it all just unfolded because it was meant to be. And I decided that 
the second most important thing for me was to be independent to work for myself because i didn't want to work for an employer who would want certain things from me like uh, working late or uh, like uh, not taking this day off or not living my life i for me and i know it can be very extreme from certain point of view but i still believe in it uh, for me, it's just giving away my life if I work for somebody who's going to ask me to do certain things, uh, taking my own time for it. So I just wanted to be independent and I wanted to travel and I wanted to be location free. So being able to be anywhere really. Uh, and that's why I chose to become a web uh, writer because it would allow me to travel. It would allow me to be uh, living in co-living, working in co-working, meeting people, meeting digital nomads. And at the time I was just passionate about that. And uh, when I started uh, my uh, my travel i just started in france i came back home and i uh, stayed for much more time than i had planned but the reason why i'm mentioning it is that that's where i had another synchronicity and i discovered kundalini yoga and that was the yoga i was meant to be trained in and become a teacher uh, of and that I'm really happy to share now with my students because it's such an incredible tool to support a transition, uh, a time of transition and it's such an incredible tool of transformation and of uh, spiritual awakening as well and I will come back to it later on but what I want to say about the spiritual awakening that we all experience is that it's our unique experience. We all have different um, upbringings, we all have different uh, beliefs and we all have an awakening that's different and that's beautiful. And so I know that sometimes when I tell this story people are willing to have their own awakening spiritual awakening and they're asking me how to do it but there is no real way to do it but to be true to yourself because the more truth you bring to your life the more you aligned with what's really important within your heart um, the more you will experience these synchronicities and feel the guidance and just feel this intense joy that is confirming the decision you're taking for yourself in your life. So I hope you really enjoy this podcast and I will be happy if you get in touch on spirituallives.co or at spirituallives on Instagram where I will answer 
your questions and where I will be happy to have a conversation with you on spirituality and on the spiritual awakening that I just told you about. I will also be super happy if you are willing to share your own experience of uh, the spiritual awakening you had and I will invite you to join me for the next episodes in a week. Love and magic to all of you. Until next time. Bye. And if this episode spoke to you, make sure to subscribe to listen to all podcasts and also to share it with somebody you love to share the goodness.